It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's great to have you all listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Master Plan. I'm an author, speaker and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Last time, we did something a little different by diving into software as a service. Today, it's back to good old product e-commerce. So let me introduce you to today's special guest. Lee Wilcox runs On The Tools, a business selling clothing for the building trade. Central to their range are witty slogans and solid clothing. On The Tools is the online only e-commerce part of the business and that started in March 2015. In the first 12 months, they did 7,000 orders and turned over £175,000. Hi Lee. Hi, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, all good, thank you. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are right now. So how did you get started off in e-commerce? Um, by complete accident. Uh, <laughs> so um, the initial idea from the tools um, was something completely separate to um, any uh, e-commerce. It was never in the plan. Um, it was actually myself and an old school friend, um, uh, I had to admit, getting drunk on a Friday evening um, <laughs> and came with an idea. He was a tradesman, um, of, not from the trade, um, and he was complaining about the fact that he couldn't find any plasterers for a job that he was working on. Um, right. Been in the trade for about 13 years. So I was surprised at this. I've uh, always been really interested in software and technology and um, social. Um, and... I couldn't believe there wasn't a platform that, that didn't allow for a B2B um, tradesperson to find work uh, and vice versa. So, uh, so, so by B2B, you mean finding a, some sub, subcontracting work, not getting hired by a homeowner? Exactly, yeah. So you've got there's, there's other um, platforms out there currently that provide a, a, a B2C service where you'll have a, a, a vetted tradesman um, you can choose them and they'll come to your house, you know, for, for whatever job you need doing. But there's nothing that, um, on mass anyway, or anything that's sort of covering the country at the moment that allows tradesmen to do a, a B, you know, on the B2B environment. Oh, that's so crazy. We got drunk and then the next morning, um, Adam, my business partner, rang me and said, look, you know, well, I think we should really, really look into this. So a week later, we had specced out the app and, wow. uh, and then we decided on the limited budget we had that social was the route to market so we started the facebook page um and we were hopeful that this was in august 2014 so we were hopeful then by the christmas of that year that if we could get to 10 20 000, we'd be you know in terms of following then we'd be really really happy and then yeah by christmas we were at 200 000, um, whoa simply a, because of the content you were putting out there yeah so it was a, a really um mental <laughs> Four months, really. So we started the Facebook page. I was um, currently in a, a different employment, and I would spend my evening every evening dealing with the Facebook page. And quite quickly, content was being sent in on um, on quite a large scale. So we were receiving messages every day of, of people sending photos, videos of them on site doing different things. So wow. we were just reusing that, and obviously publishing that out. So um, and eventually, what happened was, and this is how we sort of fell into the e-commerce side of things, was that. 
people started to request, you know, on the tools, hoodies and t-shirts, things like that. So we, we um, asked the following to give us their best slogans based on the trades. And we just tried to cover off the, you know, the sort of, yeah. uh, to call it main trades, but sort of six trades to start with. They, and we picked the best ones that we liked, got them designed. Um, I spent a couple of days getting a, a Shopify store um, created and then, um, we then started selling these these slogans back to the following that that had created them. So it was, you know, best business model in the world. Yeah, yeah that's that's like the uh, the pinnacle of customer generated content. <laughs> it's yeah, it brilliant. So uh, and then we were getting more requests to cover off different trades that we hadn't done, and um, and then at this point we were outsourcing all the designs, uh, and then in September we um, started doing it in house. So we in March I left my job. Um, when we, but just as we were launching the shop, then in July, Adam left his. In September, we took on more staff and brought the printing in house. Now we're, we're in an office with the seven of us, um, and there's a few different sides of the business. And ironically, the app isn't even launched yet because it helps <laughs> us a snowball. So we're, we're launching the app in September. So it's um, a, been a really funny, weird journey into falling into e-commerce but it's become a it's become the backbone of the business um in terms of um in terms of how we operate and um yeah it's become a, a really big part of it so it's yeah it's been good excellent well before we dive into kind of some of the really cool stuff that's going on let's just make sure everyone knows kind of you know the, the remit of what you're doing so i'm guessing you're in the uk and are you selling uk only or are you selling overseas we we do sell overseas but it's on a, such a, a very low scale and again it just sort of it comes back to um the social following because we have ended up indirectly getting following from um australia predominantly as our sort of second largest mm-hmm. country um so we again we were getting requests for people to to buy from there so we we set up um something on the site to allow us to post to australia um and we've kept it at, at that at the moment. We've had requests from America and a few of the sort of European countries, but we're we're trying to sort out fulfilment at the moment in a few different um, apps and software pieces. So we're we're sticking to what we know at the moment, just before we um, sort of branch out any further. Cool. And the the product is t-shirts, hoodies, a few mugs, a few fewer uh, cups. Yeah, basically, yeah. So we we start they're more um you class them as sort of merchandise or gifts, I would say, mm. gift products really. So um hoodies, t shirts, travel mugs, mugs, um, phone cases. But we've just started branching out into more workwear products, um, so as like reseller for for some very big brands in terms of the UK uh, for workwear. Oh cool. So that's that's gonna be interesting to see how that one plays out. Yeah, we've just started testing it over the last six weeks. Um and it's selling, but obviously you've got the different. You start moving into a bit, a bit of a different game where you're very much in a competitive uh, environment. What we've done so far has been very niche, and no one was really doing it before. We've got our own designs, whereas you move into a, uh, a landscape where you've got very, very, very big competitors that are uh, by far beating you in in terms of price point. Yeah. So it becomes. Um, a new a new thing to learn basically because <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have enough going on <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it yeah yeah um, you said you're on the shopify platform are there any key shopify plugins that you couldn't live without 
Um, yeah, so uh, I would say one of the main ones is probably uh, there's a bold bold do a load of apps through um, through Shopify, and that they tend to be um, all pretty robust. One of the ones, the main ones we use is product discount. So it allows you to discount products via category or via the whole shop, but it, it works quite quickly. Um, you can uh, put start end dates on it. So that's worked quite well for us. Um, another one that I really like is an app called Delighted, and it's um, like a behind-the-scenes feedback app from uh, which you can then send out to have it automatically sent out to customers once they've purchased and it does it on a basis of a one to ten but it's really nice nicely um designed the ui and it's great um really simple for customers to sort of give you the feedback and it it lays it out in a in a format where you've got a, a green smiley face a gray um sort of moderate face and then a red <laughs> happy face um and it just as an overview it's really quick quick and easy for you to sort of see where you're at with your with your customer satisfaction and then you can delve deeper by putting different filters in or keywords that will pick up so postage or you know things that you yeah. make that you know you're not doing so well on and then it gives you the opportunity to then contact them by going back through Shopify's uh, you know details and stuff. so that's that's a good um, that's something I think is really 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 helpful for us um, and then what else is it probably Feedly is a really good app because I'm mad on social so Feedly allows it's slightly changed at the moment because Facebook has now allowed an integration with Shopify um, for product catalog advertising. Yeah. But beforehand, up until about three weeks ago, it hadn't. So Feedly was a great app for us to um, be able to offer a product catalog advertising, which um, is, in terms of our conversion rate, by far beats any any other advert we run uh, on Facebook. Uh, and then probably the last one would be Receiptful, which is a automatic um, receipt app or plugin uh, but it's really customizable again the ui on it's great really easy to to use and add things in um so i'd recommend that most of them aren't very expensive either at all so they're, they're pretty good for shopify cool some really good tips for everyone there and um you mentioned uh that you've been hiring so what does the team look like now how many of you are there and um what are you keeping in-house um, okay, so I mean, it's split across the other sides of the business. So there's there's um, there's four or five of us that that deal with the the shop side of things. So we've got um, a director garment printer, which we um, brought in house in September, um, which is amazing. That's been um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, and then we don't tend to we we stock wise we don't keep high levels of stocks. We never really need to. Um, the way we've been able to work it is that we'll keep um, ordering on, you know, maybe every sort of two to three days because everything comes in and goes straight back out the door. So that's good from our point of view. We don't have to have huge amounts of stock or sub- areas to keep them as well. I guess that's one of the benefits of doing your own screen printing is that yeah. you, you can have, you buy in grey t-shirts and if the carpenters are buying more than the plasterers, it doesn't matter. Absolutely, and that that's been the benefit really of, of being able to keep the keep the designs in terms of uh, the colours that we print on to a minimum greys and whites, um, which works for the the the, de- the demographic we're sort of selling to anyway. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, obviously printing in house has been able to use each garment for for whichever designs needs printing at that time. So it's it's been a yeah, it's been really really good for us being able to do that. 
Cool. And um, and are you doing all your own marketing in-house or have you outsourced some of that or is it literally everything happens under that one roof at the moment? Yeah, everything happens under the under the one roof. So um, I tend to deal with the marketing, uh, which we do everything through social uh, and, and remarketing through emails of, of the database that we uh, collect through sales. So um, we've had such a good growth in social that we we can now advertise through there and um we've got a pretty good uh, a pretty good holding of, of of how to do that now we're currently at I think we've just hit about 700 just over 750,000 via facebook now so the following we've got the, 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 that's where our brand awareness is that's where people know where we are so it makes sense to uh, put our spend back into those channels because yeah, you're doing i i did um i had a look at your fan fan numbers um yesterday and you're on 48,000 Instagram followers as well. Do you find that Instagram is becoming as important as Facebook or is it just all Facebook for you? Uh no, I, I absolutely I think fa- uh, Instagram is becoming more and more important uh, important. I think since Facebook have made changes um on the platform it allows you now to advertise through um Facebook onto Instagram at the, sort of, uh, at the same time as you're distributing your Facebook adverts. I think that's a real benefit. Um, I think there's other. I think if you can build a social following through any of these channels, there's there's money to be made um, and and business models to be made through um, through all of them. Uh, we're really trying to grow Snapchat at the moment. That 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 is great for user in, in engagement as well. And um, we run competitions through that to then get photos back of people wearing our products with nice. hashtags on there. So then we can <laughs> then distribute that back out through our channels again. So it's a, the great thing about Snapchat is it's so um, responsive. And it's so easy, you know. You you ask people to enter into competition, they see it on Snapchat, they very quickly turn a, a photo back around, and you've 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 got it back, and you can screenshot that, and that can then be created as content to go back out again through Instagram or through Facebook or through Twitter, and so you're creating your well, the users are creating the content that you're asking them to create, so it's it, that that's becoming really valuable. Um, I think that any any business that's not on social and not pushing it, I think they need to. I think it's becoming more and more apparent that that um, people are willing to purchase through social, um, and and that's where certainly where Facebook and Instagram are, are trying to um, trying to take people as well. So, are you on on that base of using Snapchat to get the inter- interaction with the customer, to get the content, to be able to put the, put out across the other channels? You've got Instagram growing. Facebook is obviously your number one platform and has been since the beginning. Are you and and the you know the product ads on Facebook are the number one ROI? Are you going to be building yourself a Facebook store? We've we've got a Facebook store. Um, I, I, I <laughs> Sorry, I, it's a big question. No, no, I, I don't actually rate the Facebook store at the moment. I think they've got a long way to go with it. I think it doesn't look great. Um, it's very generic, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't think there's much. Um, customization we have one and we get sales through it but nowhere near as many as we get through shopify which you'd obviously we advertise a lot through facebook but no one seems to actually actually purchase through the platform in that sense uh, not not through ours anyway but and, and again i would argue that's back down to the actual look of the shop you know shopify is great for being able to um customize themes etc and i think yeah. the facebook shop at the moment um looks a bit dormant i don't i think they've got a long a long way to go in terms of how how it looks but i think they've got a great opportunity that um if they uh 
through adverts if they allow them to customize how your shop looks and people don't have to leave the platform then absolutely we will be you know um we will want to try that out straight away uh definitely um and okay one quick question on social because i know there's people out there screaming this one at their headsets at the moment or you know on their phone or whatever (laughs) they're using to listen to this podcast on which is you obviously grown really fast with facebook you've been talking about facebook advertising how and we hear a lot in the press about, well, you can't get anything on Facebook anymore unless you do advertising. Is that the case for you? Or because you've got such great content targeted, say, well, at your at your fans, at your customers, are you getting a lot of natural traction or are you having to pay for every click, every like, every share? No, not at all. So um, the, what I would say about social is, you know, it's becoming more and more competitive. And I think... Um, uh, uh, a lot more brands now are catching on to the fact that that's th- that's where the attention is, and um, and there's no getting away from that, and it's going to be like that for a, a, a definitely for a good couple of years. And I, I think the key thing is with it is that not necessarily you don't need to necessarily spend all of your money on the actual adverts. I would I would look at spending money on the content itself. Content is is key. It's it's the we could put. Um, we could create a piece of content and put that out through our channels and not pay anything um, purely down to the fact that it's relevant, it's shareable, uh, it's whether it, that's because it's funny or because it's interesting, it doesn't matter. You know. And similarly, you could do the same thing and create some content and pay for it and it still not work very well. It's down to the fact of, of looking at, at what content you're actually pushing out. There's... there's um, huge amounts of value in in looking at who you're advertising to and, and what it is that you're actually putting out in terms of content. You don't necessarily have to pay um to get reach or engagement, whatever it is the objective that you're that you're that you're trying to do. It just comes back to the actual content that you're pushing out. If you put something out that's not interesting that people aren't interested in or there's no relevancy in terms of who your your audience is, then yeah, it's you know, you're gonna have to pay to get it to get it out to to reach people but even then you can facebook will always spend your money that's a an absolute fact you know <laughs> and, and don't think they won't if you put a budget in place it will get spent <laughs> and and the point is behind that is that they'll estimate how much reach you're going to get and and they'll give you that reach but if the content's no good as you know and, and it doesn't resonate with who you're putting it out in front of then then you lose the organic yeah um reach or engagement you get on top of that paid paid reach and I think that's what's important is that it's almost like you know you can't flog a dead horse it, it is the case of get the content right and you will get so much more bang for your book through social um, so is you're obviously harvesting content on snapchat and you've been harvesting content on facebook all along so how many of your how much of your facebook posts uh, not the ones selling the products, but just the general content posts. What percentage of those are generated by your customers versus generated by yourselves? Um, not as much as it used to be. Probably. Well, I say that. Okay, so it, the actual content, I suppose, 99% of it is, is user-generated, but it's then how we push that back out. So we've started you know, uh, manipulating photos and putting them together as as memes or as um collages then push them back out so it's again so you it's kind about, of curate and 
and improve and exactly yeah or like make montages of video um video content so it's like a you know like maybe a fails clip or whatever but we'll look at you know what's what's um current at the time if there's any events coming up in terms of like so we've got the euros coming up we're going to be doing a lot of lot of football based content um, yeah that's going to be next. big isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah um so it's about definitely 99% of the content we have at the minute is, is sent into us and, and but it, we're trying to push it back out necessarily just in you know an in-out process we're trying to look at what we can get and what we can gather and amalgamate that and push it out in different ways and we're, at the moment we're just starting to work with other brands now and creating our own content like um, sketches and uh, things that are allowing other brands to get that awareness that we can provide through the through the channel um Oh, so cool. So you, you're opening up your Facebook page, as it were, or your Instagram channel to others who want to target your customers. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and But as long as it's done in the right way, and again, that sort of comes back to yeah. what I was saying before, the, the relevancy of, of, of the content is that we can't provide value to anybody unless the content is done in, uh, and produced in the right way and it's got the right tone. Um, so that that's really important, and we want to start doing more more video content related to the e-commerce because we know that will we know that will work. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, amongst all of that that's going on, what do you think is the most awesome thing about your business right now? Um, it's a really really good question. <laughs> um, I I suppose that the growth is great. You know, the social growth is great, and and it's really exciting because day in day out day out i speak to people that have, have either just hearing about the page or they send us a message that you know they've been following the page from day dot or i'll you know see someone and they'll mention that they've seen on the tools and that's great i think i think the most exciting thing about it is that we've somehow stumbled upon this um community and we've been able to create this community that didn't exist before necessarily it existed in um in a format but not not online as you know or not on social and and, and you know I, I think that's amazing really that we've been able to capture this attention uh, not just here predominantly in the UK but it, it's capturing you know however many different countries i think that's um I think it's amazing. I think that's really exciting. The, the relevancy we've got within the industries, um, yeah, it's exciting, and it's not sort it's not been done before. So that's 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 what I, I love about it the most at the moment. Yeah, I have to say, I think um, I think you're right. It's it's kind of tapping into something and then seeing that that there's just so many opportunities and taking it in the right direction for the customer base, which at the end of the day is is got to be a, a very straightforward route to success. I would suggest. Yeah, absolutely, and it's about how it's just the value we can provide, and then from there, if if I think if we can keep providing the value to the community that we've created, regardless of what that is, whether it's through the t-shirts, hoodies we're selling, whether it's through the content we're pushing out, as long as we can keep doing that, then I think it will be successful in some shape or form. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, I've got one last question before we go into the top tips round. Okay. Which is, uh, I know a lot of our listeners will be going Snapchat. I don't get it. So I wondered if you could just talk us through from what the customer sees, um, how one of your competitions works. Okay. So there's a, there's a few different ways of doing it. Um, 
it's much better if you've got. I mean, you, I always take the example of of um, like influencers through social. So, and and this is whether this will fit with the with the people listening. Hopefully, it will. But um, there's influencers like Aaron Craskell or Dapper Laughs um, through social, just to name a couple. But they've got a huge followings, um, and through Snapchat, they'll they'll they're almost like the the presenter as such. So. I think there's there's two ways of doing it through your Snapchat channel. You can either have a, a face of the Snapchat channel, so someone that that people start instantly relating with, or you can do it down a, a an image base. So we do a bit of a mixture. So sometimes we'll just and it's literally as simple as this. And we are going to obviously try and scope this out further, but you know, write in a message on a piece of paper to start with on how they, how they need to enter, um, and then once they've entered and we've gone through the process of choosing a winner, we'll then take the photo of the winner and put that back out as a piece of content again so people view that I think there's two good things from that is that they they one they see a piece of content two it validates the actual competition that we have yeah you actually did it yeah because <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes certainly through Snapchat because it's so close such a closed network you can't you can't share anything you can't there's no all you can do really is you know we have a lot of people sort of communicate with us they'll send us a message or a Snapchat you know um and, and we'll try and get back to as many people as we can, but ultimately, from their point of view, it could we could just get loads of content and never give a prize out. You know, so, so you're so is what you're doing. You're literally taking a pad of paper, writing prize, win a t-shirt, send us a picture of you. Yeah, like do this or draw us your best artwork, and then the next day we'll try and do a video, so a piece to camera where you know someone in the office will say, you know, today guys, we're going to be giving away a pair of you know workwear boots all you've got to do to win the competition is draw your best piece of artwork um (laughs) i'm laughing now because one of the i wish i could show you a picture of it but one of the um competitions we did was uh we did a piece to camera myself and adam and we asked them to draw their best snapchat art of me (laughs) and the one that won it was unbelievable i've got it printed on a mug now so in the office so that i Lee, if you can send me the image of that, I will add it to the show notes so everyone listening can can see. I will. It. I'll take a picture of me, and I'll I'll then also put a picture of the mug, and I'll put them side by side. It's brilliant. Someone drew this within I don't know five minutes, sent it over, um, and I think that's the, the sort of that's the great thing about Snapchat is it's so reactive, and you you get end up getting content that maybe i mean not necessarily on that case but maybe sometimes that people you know they send it and then think oh i probably shouldn't have sent that and you get stuff that you'd never get on on other platforms i don't think and i think that's what um where the sort of value lies in that um cool well you've you've um you may have possibly finally thawed me to the idea of being interested in snapchat it's, <laughs> you should check it out it's 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 good and it will get better and better it's very close at the moment but once they allow people to start um I suppose clicking away from Snapchat, I think it'd be much more interactive and there'll be much more value for the user. They're doing a lot of different tests with things, but it's good. Awesome. Well, look, I, I could keep diving into the social media forever, but we do need to move into the top tips yeah, round. No so um, I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas. Not that we haven't had a ton already today uh, for taking our businesses to the next level. Lee, are you good to go? 
Yes. Excellent. I think so. Go. Yep. First up, book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off, because Friday is payday, I seem to remember one of your slogans is, um, <laughs> and or, or that's one of the three rules of something, isn't it? Is that Friday is payday. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and read a book to make their business better. Which book would you recommend? Um, I would go for... Um, oh, I've got to choose one. It, it, they're both by the same, same person. So uh, Jab Jab... Jab Right Hook by Gary V is what I would suggest. Yeah. And he's a, a social entrepreneur. Um, and you should, if anyone has the opportunity, I'm sure a lot of listeners will know, already know who he is, but um, he push, pushes out great content through Facebook, um, and, well, through all of his social channels. But he's a, a, a social media guru, as, uh, as I would refer to him. But he's, he's brilliant. Yeah, uh, of the highest order, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? I think everyone's going to guess what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I think you're either going to go in one of two directions, so yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, I would absolutely urge people to, to if they're not already, jump on the social social bandwagon of, of generating traffic from through, through social, through content, because it, it's it's key. And even if it's a case of, generating traffic through to a blog section on a shop and then trying to cross sell i think there's there's just huge value being able to generate it's such a good opportunity to be able to generate um traffic um from from social because people are willing to 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 take the the step away from whatever they're reading that it's a perfectly normal um behavior for people to be able to do that on social now and i think it's uh it's something that the businesses can't can't not do i think that yeah i think they've really got to You've, yeah, you've got to do it and you've got to get the content. Otherwise, yeah, it's just absolutely. not going to work. Okay, the tool top tip. Maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? Asana. It is. Uh, I love it. So Asana is a to-do list, um, web platform and mobile app. It's uh, amazing. So we have everyone in the, in the office has got it. Um, it's easy to add uh, to do to it and you then can assign a person to it they can do the same with you you can see where they're at with with that that task it's uh, uh, really really nicely laid out and it's free up to, for up to 15 users I think it's um, amazing I'm a huge well, fan yeah. I run I run my business on Asana I run my life on Asana <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'd be lost without it it's really really good Cool. A startup top tip then. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? <laughs> um, start social media pages. You know, start that social. Start um, start producing um, content for for whatever whatever it might be that they're doing. Um, I think there's. I think people get frightened about what content they can start, even when they're starting from from scratch but it can be it can be simple it can be as long as it's relatable to whatever it is they're doing there's content out there for anything that can be produced memeified you know put into uh, some kind of um uh like a collage video editing whatever it might be there's definitely something that people can start with straight away regardless of whether they've got one like or whether they've got ten thousand when they start their, their e-commerce they should try and grow each channel because the, I think the one thing I would say, and also actually this sort of 
comes off the back of the discussion from Snapchat is that people are just about starting to understand how to use Snapchat, myself included. You know, we spent six months trying to work out what what it was that we were meant to be doing with it and how we could try and create some kind of buzz with it, how we'd even get followers on it, you know. Um, but in six months' time, everyone will something will change with Snapchat and allow people to make money in terms of an e-commerce side of things with six to 12 months, something will happen, whether they open links or whatever it might be. And people who catch on to that now will have some kind of database and some kind of following on there. And it, it will be a huge benefit. Cool. Uh, so Masterplan World, you can find all of those top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 60. That's the number six and the number O. I've got one last top tips question for you, Lee, which is if your business didn't exist, which e-commerce business would you like to be running? <sighs> what, the one that's running now? Ideally, yes. But if there's, a, if there's one that's mm. been and gone, we'll take that. Um, I reckon something like um, Dollar Beard Club, something like that, something that's um, Dollar Shave Club. Dollar is it Dollar Shave? Yeah, Club? with with uh, the awesome video. There's a few of them, isn't there? Yeah, the awesome yeah. video. Is it, he's got a lion in it. He's walking through yeah. it. So, <laughs> I like that because I think it's it's been disruptive in terms of the, the model itself, and and it it managed to to capture onto something that that although you know maybe in two three years the having a, a whole beard thing might not be as 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 prominent but I, I just love the business model i think anything with with um that offers real real value and it's got a recurring payment behind it is a, you know i just think it's amazing that's what i'd like to have jumped on Excellent answer. Uh, so, Lee, before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners or let listeners know, in fact, where they can find you and your business on the web and on social media? Yeah. OK, so we've got the uh, e-commerce is on the toolshop.com and our social handles um, through Facebook and Snapchat are on the tools. Um, feel free to like them, check out the content and uh, our Twitter and Instagram are on the tools TV. Um, and that's us. Great. Well, I'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 60, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Lee, thank you so much for being on the e-commerce Masterplan podcast today and for being so incredibly generous with all your social media and content tips. Thanks for having me. It's been, uh, been a pleasure. I'm really good. I've really enjoyed it. Lordy, how good was that? Lee has so much knowledge in the world of social media and what a jammy guy he is as well to have, you know, tapped into that customer base and then just suddenly they give him all the content and away they go. I know we can't all be that lucky, but I think there's a lot we can all take away from his his tips and advice around how to use social media, how to harness social media to make your business work and to to grow your business. And by, you know, a really great example of how if you listen to your customers and do what your customers want, then and deliver for them what they want, then you're going to go from strength to strength. And um, I'm now off to to lose a huge amount of time to Snapchat. And whilst I'm doing that, you can get the first chapter of my brand new book, Customer Manipulation, on the website, ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 60. And that book is all about how to listen to your customers in order to grow your business faster. So make sure you go and check that out. Have a great week, everyone, and keep optimising. 
Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.